powered by Transistor FM. Welcome to Friends, Foes, and Neither. Do not adjust your podcatcher settings, as what you are about to hear is real. It's the Derek Duvall Show. Prepare yourself for insightful interviews with incredible people. Join us now as we delve ever deeper into the human condition. And now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Derek Duvall! Hello, Duvall Nation. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hi. Thank you so much. Please, everyone, sit. Thank you. Hello, Duvall Nation, and welcome to the Derek Duvall Show. We are back with another fantastic journey into the lives of extraordinary people. This episode is brought to you today by the fine folks at BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Derek Duvall Show. That's Better, H-E-L-P dot com slash Derek Duvall Show. So before we jump into this episode, I want to say a massive thank you to my last guest, Dana S. Diaz. I know that was a really tough episode for a lot of you, but if you have not heard our in-depth interview, and if you can stomach the content, I strongly advise you to check it out after the conclusion of this episode. Welcome to episode 211, and we have a great episode lined up for you today. We have on the show Nikki Klug. Nikki is a world-class interior designer who has made a name for herself in the business and on YouTube and on social media. Nikki will be discussing the importance of her theory on design, creating the sacred space, and we'll be discussing her incredibly popular show, the Create Your Sacred Space podcast. Lots to get into, so let's get Nikki out here. Duval Nation, please welcome to the show, calling you today from Omaha, Nebraska, world-class interior designer, Nikki Klug. <laughs> Nikki, hello. Welcome to the Derek Duval Show. How is the weather out by you today? Oh, it's lovely today. Where are you calling in from? Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha. Yeah, think... so we're getting a bit of fall already. Nice. You know, I've been doing this show now for over three years. You might just be the very first person to call in from, from Nebraska. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> well, you're originally based out of San Diego, am I correct? Yes, we were in San Diego for 12 years. We're also a Navy family, retired now. Mm-hmm. And so my husband was working out there at Balboa. Okay. All right. So with the pandemic now coming to an end, how was it for you to navigate the COVID-19 world? Is it really coming to an end? I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll say it's we'll say it's winding down. How's that? Right, right. Oh, gosh. It was incredibly busy for me as an interior designer because construction was deemed as essential. And so I had clients out of state that I would fly to regularly. Of course, the airlines, the airports were pretty quiet. So it was nice at the beginning. Um, But yeah, we were super busy and stayed busy the entire three years uh, professionally. But personally, we also moved from San Diego. My husband retired in September, 2020, and we moved out here to Omaha, Nebraska. So that was a completely foreign thing to move in the middle of a shutdown really challenging in many ways. Right on. So every journey has a beginning. Where were you born and what was it like to grow up there? Oh my gosh. So I was born in Houston, Texas, 
And I love Houston. I get back there as often as I can. I love the good Southern hospitality and the amazing food with um, fare from Louisiana and all over. Um, yeah, Houston is a really great place. Hmm. What age did you get interested in design? Oh my gosh, as far back as I can remember, I was at least, I'd say at the most really eight years old when I started just rearranging my room and wanting to paint and help my mom with other home projects when we bought, when she bought her first home and we made it cozy together. It's a tiny little home in Northwest Houston and it was really a special time for us. So as mother and daughter to do all these home projects from installing crown molding and painting and doing curtains and changing out ceiling fans and light fixtures, it really was an adventure and where my passion for design first started. Mm. Favorite memories from Santa Fe Community College? Wow, we took a trip to Colorado. Where did we go? I'm pretty certain it was Denver. We went to the Mart there on a shopping trip as a class. And so that was really fun to just navigate with MapQuest. <laughs> wow. We drove from Albuquerque, New Mexico to Denver, Colorado. And like I said, went on a field trip with other design students. Hmm. How important were those first two years as a junior designer? Crucial. It allowed me to see so many different things. It was really an amazing and like surreal experience because my first job was working for Lisa DeLong, who is a designer in Palo Alto, California. She was working on a $12 million project. So that was my introduction to my first real job. Um, and it was, like I said, just phenomenal importing Jerusalem tile for this family. And you know, cabinetry hinges that were six figures and plus and custom light fi fixtures. It just was a mind blowing experience. And so I was spoiled right out of the gate. Hmm. What inspired you to strike out on your own and found Nikki Klug Design Group? So Lisa decided to retire. She wanted to spend more time with her children and I wanted, my children were growing and I wanted to spend more time in my career. So that's when we parted ways and Someone hired me for my first job on my own, and it just took off from there. It was a nurse from Stanford Hospital, Mary Richards. I'll never forget her. I actually talked to her a couple of weeks ago. Um, we're about to celebrate our 20th anniversary as a company. So she was one of my very first paying clients and all of her friends. She you know, recommended me and they hired me and I just kept going from there. Mm. How was it that for those first couple of years, how how hard was it for you to get established in a business? Oh my gosh. It felt easy, <laughs> but only because I was a freelancer. Like I really did not have business systems or structure. I also had four children. So I was working around their schedule and I stayed busy enough. Now I, t I will tell you the hardest part was when we moved to San Diego in the middle of the recession, mm. I did not have a website nor professional photography. And it was like, I was starting all over again, even though I'd had, you know, a good three, four years of experience already. And so that was really challenging. I had to learn about marketing and sales. I had to become a better salesperson. Whenever I'd walked into a door at, in Palo Alto, the job was already mine because of the rape reviews and the referrals. But I was starting from ground zero in San Diego. That's amazing. I want to talk to you about your belief in the importance of the sacred space. 
Oh, yeah. For my listeners, why is it so important for our health and mental well-being? Oh, my gosh. So sacred spaces to me means a space where you are welcomed and, and you you find respite there. You're grounded and it's also your springboard. So you can be inspired by this space. It helps you become who you are meant to be. Um, it's set aside for a certain intention and purpose. So whether you're in a very large home or in a small home that it has to have multi uses, um, it's still planned and is evolved into a space that supports those activities. And it's important for our mental well-being and overall health because our homes are where we start the day and where we end the day. Uh, Winston Churchill has a quote that says, first we design our buildings and then our buildings design us. So if you are living with just things that you tolerate in your space, then uh, it's just that mental static that goes on, especially clutter. That's like the number one thing that causes uh, frustration and, and mental health decline. Um, if you can be more intentional about your space, then that's a way to elevate your entire experience in living. Hmm. Take us through your approach when a new client comes to you with a desire to create a new sacred space. We go into really in-depth exploration. <laughs> we call it um, our exclusive Nikki Club Design Group assessments because we look at your sensory inputs. We look at how you view the world, how you experience the world. Yes, we go into color and metal finishes and wood tones, but we also ask about um, walking in the sand barefoot, you know, do you enjoy that? Or is that something that's not your cup of tea? Um, do you listen to the wind blow in the trees? Do you hum tunes? So we're asking all these sensory questions to analyze how you experience the world and what your two primary sensory inputs are. Hmm. You have a very active YouTube channel, Creating My Sacred Space. Uh, what do you enjoy most about using the YouTube channel to communicate your message? That it's a different way to speak about design. Of course, we think about the visual elements of design, you know, form, shape, line, uh, space, rhythm, pattern. We think of those things naturally when it comes to interior design. But at the beginning of my career, and as clients would help me to start forming these marketing ideas and what makes me different from other designers, that was one of the things that stuck out is that it's an entire experience. It's not just the pretty room and magazine, you know, ready space, but it's how I take into consideration the dynamics between the family, how you experience the world with your senses, um, what's important to you, what are you not doing that you want to do more of, like how can we support that in our homes and that's been our focus this whole time hmm. now you this youtube channel was it basically creating the space that you're living in now no it actually started quite a few years ago the space i'm in now we have been renovating the past two years and still going on of course a designer's home is never done <laughs> <laughs> and so um no that was really about showing um how we have you know, brought beauty and joy and sacred spaces into our clients' homes. So we started sharing our work there and it just grew. Okay. You have your own shop on Amazon. How valuable a tool is that for customers and your own designers? 
oftentimes people want to work with us, but they're like, well, I can't really, you know, put aside that right now. It's not that big of a priority, but they want just a little piece of the things that I find um, valuable and attractive and purposeful. So we do dorm rooms, you know, at, at college move-in season because of an initiative that we are part of. Um, and we put those items up. Of course, we'll do holiday decor and just some special finds. And if they're available on Amazon, we're happy to share. Mm. Okay, Duval Nation, we are going to go ahead and take a small break right here. But we'll be right back with the conclusion of this interview with Nikki Klug. Mr. should take this time to refresh that drink and take some super long deep breaths. You know, that's right. Cluzo style. Pay attention to a few friends in my show and we will be right back. Hello Duval Nation, Derek Duval here. Mental health is not only a top priority in my life, but it should be in yours too. As a combat military veteran, I have seen what untreated mental health looks like, which is why I've been using a therapist for well over a decade. Seeing a trusted therapist has helped me reconcile life events and other important things I've been witness to since returning home from the service and has changed my life for the better in many ways. Which is why going forward I am pleased to announce that BetterHelp will be sponsoring The Derek Duvall Show. BetterHelp is the world's first therapy service and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then, you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you can expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling flexibility and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Derek Duvall Show. That's BetterHelp.com slash Derek Duvall Show. Hey there, this is Chad from Larkin, and you are listening to The Derek Duvall Show. You can find all of our releases on No Records out of Long Beach, that's K-N-O-W, or you can find them on almost all streaming services, and we hope to see you around down the next gig. Cheers. Oh, cunt and his comrades like lions at bay, from South Dublin Union, poor death and dismay. But what was there up in the invaders men saw? All the dead khaki soldiers in Erin go This is Country Boy for One Mike Black History. And if you listen to my podcast, this is some of the things that you will enjoy. The term Jim Crow derives from early 19th century minstrel shows. It was a popular form of entertainment, which is the predecessor to vaudeville. The shows consisted of a primarily white song and dance performer crudely mimicking African-Americans for the enjoyment of white audiences. One of the earliest and most famous was Thomas Daddy Rice, who devised a strutting, dancing character supposedly mimicking a prancing crow, and the character became known as Jim Crow. And if this is the type of content that you enjoy, you can find more content like this at OneMikeHistory.com. This is William Yeski, author of the book Damn the Valley. 
I invite you to take a journey into a combat deployment that I was on during 2010 while serving with the men of the 82nd Airborne Division. On that deployment, we suffered a 52% casualty rate and filled the wards at Walter Reed with soldiers that had been serving within the heavy conflict that was happening within the Argonaut River Valley. The stories contained within the book are all true and even verified by not only DOD sources, but the men that were there on the ground fighting. I should know I was one of them. It was not an easy task to write, but one that paints a vivid picture for the reader and a picture the reader won't soon forget. Pick up a copy on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, bookshop.org, or your friendly neighborhood independent bookstore today. This is Marielle Sanji, the author of The Absinthe Frappe from LSU Press. Have you ever wondered about the mysteries of absinthe? The spirit is packed with history, and in my book, I explore the myths and facts behind this elusive liquor. What is it about absinthe that appealed to artists like Vincent van Gogh? How did the absinthe frappe cocktail take the country by storm in the 19th century? Why was absinthe banned? And how were the restrictions on absinthe lifted? Dive into the world of absinthe in the absinthe frappe, available wherever you prefer to buy your books. Hey, it's Michelle Fabre, and you're listening to The Derek Duval Show. You can hear my brand new single, I'm All That I Need, on all streaming platforms right now. everyone, this is Janae Sergio, life coach, combat veteran, and best-selling author. I invite you to purchase my new book, Perfectly Flawed, A Veteran's Journey from Homeless to Hero. In these pages, you will learn about the lowest struggles of my life to the absolute triumphs that have made me the strong woman I am today. Follow along as I talk about homelessness, my naval role in Operation Enduring Freedom, navigating insurmountable odds, and how I dealt with and overcame them. You can find Perfectly Flawed on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. Welcome back to episode 211 of the Derek Duvall Show. Let's get right back to it with the conclusion of our interview with the founder of the Nikki Klug Design Group, Nikki Klug. Now, this next question, my wife is a, is a big feminist. So when I told her that you were coming on the show and she read a bit of your bio, uh -huh. she was adamant that I ask you this next question. What is it like to be a recipient of the Radical Woman Award? Oh my gosh, that was so cool. That was really surprising. Um, I was, again, very new in this whole world of uh, business. I, I've been a freelancer now, I know, <laughs> for many years. But as I started getting more and more serious about building a team and creating structures, um, I was just all in, you know, head deep, you know, diving straight into learning the four pillars of business and, and create building a team and creating culture and dynamics that would support the lifestyle that I wanted, but also a business model that would be sustainable. So I was deemed radical uh, because I was just always learning, always willing to try something new and always willing to listen, especially not, you know, being the expert in my area, but not the expert in so many other things that I knew I needed to add to the success of my business. How long ago was that award given to you? 
that was a really long time ago, again, really <laughs> early in my career. And uh, as a businesswoman, I would say 20, mm, maybe 2012. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now you've contributed to two books, mm-hmm. Grateful Woman Talks and Motherhood Dreams and Success. What contributions did you make to those books? I talked about the fact that you know, being an entrepreneur, chasing my dream and and really going after my passions, how to do that and be a mother. We often have mother's guilt, no matter what happens or what goes on, anything that, that's wrong or our children are sad or frustrated, whatever the situation, we oftentimes think, well, what did I do wrong or what could I have done better? And especially being an entrepreneur and so, you know, involved with my own personal growth and my business growth, it definitely was a balancing act. I started using the hashtag family is everything. And it was to remind myself as much as share with everyone else that like we, so many of us business women start our business as a means to for self-fulfillment, but also to be able to work around our children's needs and their schedules. And they're conflicting sometimes. So I wrote a chapter on how I managed to do that um, and do it without regret. Hmm. Now, you are a fellow podcaster. Mm -hmm. Tell my listeners about your show. So we extended that YouTube channel, Create Your Sacred Space, to the podcast where I'm able to interview other guests like this and talk about the differences um, between designing just for the look of things and then being a more heart-centered designer. So I've had other designers, architects, landscape professionals, uh, realtors. I've had other guests to come on and join me in their exploration and discovery of what does luxury really mean? And also how do you create a sacred space? I look forward to future episodes when I actually take apart my method and teach people step-by-step-by-step exactly what I'm doing and share it with more designers and more homeowners so that they can do it for themselves. How often do you uh, drop episodes? Once a week on Thursdays. Wow. Okay. That's bold. Oh, don't scare me now (laughs) are you are you doing are you doing this yourself or do you have a team you outsource your work i definitely have help i definitely have help okay so we have someone that it helps us with the producing you know editing and you know putting the whole show together that's 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 amazing i wish i had that help that's a lot of work (laughs) it is a lot of work i will ask you this though um i like i said i have other people come on my show celebrities and other business professionals and i would like to ask you this next question is what have been some of the challenges you have come across in podcasting Hmm, i would say just wanting to have a very a show that's has a lot of continuity, you know, from episode to episode. It's like, I want to build almost like a book. I, I, I imagine that once I'm, you know, done with this or have quite a few episodes under my belt, I probably could compile a book because we have some really interesting thought processes. Um, so just having it all be cohesive um, is important to me, but also pulling those questions out and, and getting the exploration going and getting into a really interesting conversation um, can be like pulling teeth, yes. you know, if you have a guest that's not used to that. Um, and and so, yeah, it's a, it's an awkward dance sometimes. 
Yeah. Honestly, the, the research and, and the preparation that goes into an interview like this one, it takes weeks sometimes, and you have to be really engaged to have to feed off the guests and get those mm-hmm. questions moving. So yeah, I understand. I, it, and you seem to be doing great. I've, I've been checking out your show and it's, it's great. So Thank well done. You. Oh my well gosh. Done. I appreciate it. Thank You're you. Welcome. All right. So uh, if someone out there is listening to this show right now and is interested in getting into interior design, what advice would you give them? I would say hmm, a degree is not absolutely necessary, but it depends on which field you'd like to go into. If it's residential, then it really is more about how you communicate with clients, how well you serve them, you keep your word. Designers kind of have this um, negative, you know, derogatory uh, connotation in that they're flighty <laughs> because we're artistic and, and, you know, we go on a whim sometimes, but um, there definitely are those of us that are, take our business seriously. I'm a left brain, right brain. So it's easy for me to jump into very linear. How are we going to make this, you know, great idea actually come to life? Um, but yeah, it really is about taking care of your clients and, and doing um, and, and saying what you mean and following through as a residential designer. I would say as a commercial designer, that's when you'll need a degree and some certifications because public health and public safety come into play. And you absolutely must know um, what those codes are and the, the essential materials that um, you'd want to use in commercial spaces. Very good advice. Pierre de Goubertin said the most important thing in life is not the triumph, but the struggle. You get a chance to talk to your younger self. What would you say to her? Keep going. Like, you know, don't give up on your dreams. I'm so glad that I did it, that I came back to it. Um, You know, I, I was steered in multiple directions because I am a very, you know, methodical, I, I, majored in math and I kept floundering because I wasn't passionate about it. So um, just don't give up on your dreams. What's next for Nikki? Wow. We have some wonderful opportunities ahead of us um, involving construction, building, um, government contracts. And so we'll see how those pan out. I'm excited about them as we continue to elevate the work that we do and and our business and our team. As we enter the final phase of the interview, I always like to ask one fun question, Nikki. What do you like to do for fun? How do you like to relax? Ooh, I have a lot of things. <laughs> I love to travel. But that's not always relaxing. Um, I love taking naps on a beach. So uh, when I go with hubby and we go to our timeshare in Hawaii, that's one of the things he knows is on the agenda is a nap near the ocean. Nice. Which island? We like to go to Kauai, to Princeville. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. Uh, Hawaii is one of my favorite happy places, so yeah. I understand. Yes, Definitely. yes. All right. Uh, what would be the best way for my listeners to follow your adventures online? We are on YouTube at Nikki Kluke Design. Um, also on Facebook and Instagram. All of them will be Nikki Kluke Design. Okay. Nikki, I am my interviews with my favorite question. And yes. the question is this. If the entire planet was listening to this broadcast, what would be the one thing you would like to say to the people of Earth? Mm, Love each other. Be kind to one another. One of the most popular answers I ever get. I love it. Great. 
Nikki, congratulations on all your success. And thank you for taking the time out of I know you're very busy scheduled to come on the show. This has been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Derek. I really appreciate it. And just like that, Deval Nation, we come to the end of episode 211. I want to thank Nikki for taking the time out of her very busy schedule to come on the show and speak with me. I want to wish her all the best for her future endeavors. And if you have not had a chance to check out her show, give it a listen. It's a lot of fun. Okay, tune again next time as we showcase another extraordinary person. We drop our episodes on Mondays and Thursdays, so be sure to keep checking your favorite podcast streaming channel for those episodes to drop. Also, I think it's fair to ask you, the listener, have you enjoyed this episode? I truly hope you have. So please go and hit that subscribe button to keep up to date for when new episodes drop. Also, if you're feeling generous, drop us a review. We love reading what our listeners have to say about us, good or bad. We are still enjoying our partnership with the Amazing Tea Public. The Derek Duvall Show has a great little store on there. And we have everything with our logo on it, including magnets, stickers, and mugs. Plus, we have some really fun t-shirts on there that Mrs. Duvall and I added ourselves. So please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com. Go to the banner of the left that says Merch. Click that, and you'll be taken to our store on Tea Public. And once again, I want to thank them for being such great partners with the show. On behalf of myself and the entire team here at the Derek Duvall Show, I want to say to each and every one of you listening... Have you started your Christmas shopping yet? I know I'm in the middle of mine. Do you do yours online? Do you brave the crowds? I do a mix of both. Anyways, get to it. Not many days to go. Nostra, God bless. And see you next time. Planet Earth. This has been a recording of The Derek Duvall Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com for links to merchandise and to explore past episodes. Please find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Derek Duvall Show.